Kirsty Logan. This is my co-host Heather Parry. Hello and welcome to day three of our, what did you call it? Mini-sodes. Mini series of mini-sodes for our Halloween season five countdown. We've got to come up with a better name for that. Do something um, a bit kickier, don't we? Yeah. So uh, if you're new and you haven't listened to the other ones, go back and do it. But what we're doing is one story per day from 13 Tales of Point Horror. Oh, see what I did there. I changed the title. Um, and today we're doing... <clears throat> The oh no. Gu- <laughs> miniature. Gucci. Yep. Gucci. Gucci miniature. Let's just call it the Gucci miniature. The, the Gucci, Gucci mini. Gucci mini. By which is something that like Nicole Richie might have had in the mid nineties, mm. a Gucci Mini. By Jay Bennett. Now, I Googled Jay Bennett. Oh. Uh he is dead now. Oh shame. So I feel bad that I don't like this story. Was he dead when he wrote the story? <laughs> oh Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um he wrote 23 young adult novels, but no point horror, apart from this story. Um, he has the most lovingly cultivated Wikipedia page of any of the authors in this book. Really? Someone is a fucking fan. Yeah, it's very well taken care of. Wow. Yeah, it's very Flowers uh, on it. Thorough. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's got little gifts. No, it hasn't. But it's, uh, it's very thorough for someone I've never heard of. Yeah, I've never heard of him ever. Is he a good writer? Let's find out, Heather. I mean... Tell us about this story. Yeah, okay. We could could pretty much just read the story and it would take the length of the episode. It's not a long one. It's not long at all. Um, Was that a little hint for me to read the first bit of it? Oh, yeah. No, that would have been clever. Excuse me. It was past midnight and the orchestra had stopped playing. He got up from his seat at the table at the cafe and walked across the huge Piazza San San Marco. Piazza. (laughs) How funny was that? Sorry. He turned and went past the facade of the cathedral. Past the... How do you say that? I would say that doge. Like, as in doge off the internet. Yeah. Doge? Doge. Doge, doge is palace. Doge. Which, Which surely every dog owner calls their dog doge. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Which gleamed white with all its tracery. Why can't I read any of the words in this book? Are you sure you can read? <laughs> I don't know why he spelled it with such idiot words. And then down between the two high pillars to the water's edge. He stopped and looked out at the canals. With his eyes, he followed the gliding of a gondola, and then he saw the empty vaporetto, ghost-like and fast-moving, far out in the cha- in the centre of the channel. And he was looking out across St Mark's ca- Canal, oh my God, to the dim outlines of San Giorgio Island, when a shadow fell ac- across the pavement, and he heard a man's voice. Well, if you could take anything away from that, between <laughs> my mispronunciations and stumbling, we're in Venice! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and as we mentioned yesterday, very don't look now. Yes. Because any time that anyone is in Venice now on any horror thing, it will be referred to as a don't look now-esque setting. I think people in Venice hate that. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Venice, have you? Mm-hmm. Oh. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Oh, I want to go, but... I went, it, we didn't plan this, but we went when they had this big carnival on. Oh. Um, once a year they have a big carnival and we happened to be there at that time so it was really good fun oh, I loved lovely. it I really want to go but when it's not quite so touristy yeah um, 
anyway, so we're there, and so is Jerry, who is an American kid. Um, and he is, as we heard, looking out across St. Mark's Canal when a strange old guy comes up to him. <clears throat> He's, that wasn't me doing a voice there, I was just... Ahem, I'm ready for the voice now. <laughs> this strange old guy is also an American, and he's desperate, broke, lost, alone, and he just needs $10. Where will $10 get you in Venice? I don't think very far. It was 1991, that's like a million. That's a million pounds now. <laughs> you could buy a house. <laughs> he wants to sell Jerry a fake copy of the Guccioli miniature. <laughs> you so want to do the accent. Guccioli miniature. <laughs> that um, was hanging in the Pitti Palace in Florence. It's a miniature that Lord Byron... It's got, it's got um, literature aspirations, doesn't it, this novel? This Pretensions, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a miniature that Lord Byron had made to carry with him when he was apart from his love, Countess Teresa Guccioli. <laughs> uh, I should not have let you do this episode. <laughs> and this weird old guy has made a copy so good you could never tell them apart. Uh, but he's de- very different, very desperate to flog it for like a tenner. If it's that good, why wouldn't you take it to an art dealer? Well, we'll find out. Well, you will, won't you? Mm. So finally, Jerry buys it. Fair enough, you would, wouldn't you? Ten dollars. Yeah. Like, to keep the painting, here's a bit of money. Um, the man, as he leaves, says, Where can a doomed man go? <laughs> Which I really liked. <laughs> Especially when with these we, weird hands I was When doing. we start our band, that should be our first song. Where Can a Doomed Man Go? <laughs> By Fuck Chamber, or whatever it's called. Ooh, nice. What is it? Fuck Bunker. I can't even remember. <laughs> we make them up every day. <laughs> I could not say to someone with a straight face, come and see my band, Fuck Bunker. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the band's names off Peep Show. Probably. Curse these metal hands. <laughs> anyway, um, immediately... Jerry is repelled by the painting. He feels gross and awful. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Later, he looks in the mirror and his face is grey and white. Pained by fear. Um, He sleeps really badly. Hard relate. Didn't sleep last night. Um, And he wakes in a sweat. Hard relate. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) He's afraid and knows he is cursed. Hard relate. No. Uh, (laughs) Not If he knows he is cursedy, I relate. Do you wake and you just Uh, know you're cursedy? (laughs) Yeah. Who am I? Oh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Good night. Uh, he takes the miniature and he throws it into the canal. Littering again. Yeah. Venice is probably full. You know, like, don't sling. Anyway, he feels bad. When you put things in water, they don't disappear. Well, they do over a massive amount of time. I mean, yeah. But, like, like ages. Ages. Ages it. and ages. Go sold it again. Leave it anywhere. Anyway, he feels better. So that's nice for him, I suppose. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Bad for Venice. Nice for you, tourists. Yeah, just coming here and fucking ruin Italy. On the plane back to America the next day, Jerry reads a magazine. Guess what? Jerry. Jerry. Is that what he was called before? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Are you confused with the name is, of the writer who's this, called Jay? Yeah, I am actually, yeah. <laughs> this story's made such little impact on me. <laughs> it's very brief. So on the plane back, he reads a magazine... And it turns out that the desperate old man who sold him the copy of the miniature was a thief who had robbed the Pitti Palace. You can see where we're going here. He double-crossed his robbing partner, his co-thief, if you will. His robbing partner. <laughs> and he'd taken all the stolen goods with him. But his they'd, co-robber? His co-robber. And then they'd found him. And then they'd killed him. The miniature that Jerry threw into the canal was real and priceless. Question number one. 
is this horror? No, and I think that's why I don't like it. It's not scary. It's just capitalist horror. And also, like, I feel like we should think, oh, if he'd kept it, he could have had a fortune. But no, he couldn't. It was stolen. He would have had to just give it back. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could say he should have done the right thing and given it back, but I don't know. All right. There's very few bits of art that I'm, like, horrified might be ruined. Like, Hmm. Mona Lisa. Hmm, overrated. Cool, fine, we've all got pictures of it. No need to keep the real one, as far as I'm concerned. Um, You know, Guernica, cool. We've got lots of pictures of it. Very important thing, but, you know, would I be horrified if I got flung into a lake? I suppose there's that question of if a copy is completely, what's the word? You can't tell them apart. You can't tell them apart. You You can't tell the copy apart from the original. Do you need the original or do you even know it is the original? Because if the copy is, what is the word? I swear I'm a writer. Indistinguishable? If the copy is indistinguishable from the original, how do you know you've got the original? And like, there's something to be said for the quality of art and the quality of making things, you know, and the brush strokes and all this. And you know what an art wanker I am. From that time that you met David fart wanker. for the first time and I made you both go to the Tate Modern and then I got really annoyed because she wouldn't stop talking about fucking wrestling. And I was like, could you appreciate the art, We were please? appreciating the art at the same time. I can multitask. No, you couldn't. <laughs> it was terrible. It was very annoying. Um, but you know I'm an art wanker and I was not horrified by this. Okay. And like, you know, ooh, cursed painting. Nothing happens to him though. It just feels a bit sweaty and also, hot. Also, it doesn't make sense. Is it cursed? Why is it cursed? Why does he feel hot? <laughs> is, <laughs> is it because he's in hospital and he's got a mild fever and he's going to be a bitch about it? Listen to the fever Shout episode. Shout out to the fever listeners. episode, which I loved and Heather didn't because she she's just wrong. A bit hot. I d- yeah, I think nothing happens to him there. The only good thing, and I'm really reaching reaching around ha 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 I'm really reaching for this is that at one point he's in his hotel room and he like gets a bit spooked and he like opens his door and looks up and down the corridor and there's nobody there and I do think hotel corridors at night are really spooky because I always imagine that people are like looking through the peephole at me you never know who's there so disturbed I know (laughs) what's wrong with me um so literally that's the only good thing I can say about this story is hotel corridors at night are creepy but he really doesn't make the most of it anyway. I mean, the setting is really good because Venice is weird and wet and full of bridges and dark and... Yeah, but he doesn't know, from... use any of that. No, he doesn't. It could be anywhere. But because you're already thinking of Don't Look Now, you're already <laughs> putting it into that very well done scenery. You're, you're already doing literally all, all the, the narrative work, work yeah. for him. He doesn't need to do anything. It felt like a short story, a proper short story, more than a lot of the stories in this book. Which felt like they'd taken all the plot of a point horror and shoved it into a short story. I this felt like a little, like a flash fiction, almost. You know what I mean? I guess. I guess it is a complete narrative, but mm. I didn't think it was very good. No, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd have, like... It doesn't really make sense. If, he'd have, if there'd have been something more about the painting, or, like, something that happened to Teresa, good Charlie, had happened to him, or something like that, it would have been better. It's a bit nothingy. He needs to lean in. Yeah, because it could have also had maybe sections that were set at the time of the painting being painted. Mm. Maybe it really could have been cursed. Like, maybe because he couldn't have this woman that he was in love with, he's like, I cursed this painting. Like, that would have been more horror and also a more satisfying story. I don't think a story has to be longer to be more satisfying, but this was a bit bare bones. Yeah, and I think on the plane, he could have just realised that he'd got the painting again. And I would have been more horrified that he's in possession of a stolen painting he can't get rid of than... 
Yeah, because how is he going to prove he didn't steal it? Yeah, exactly. That's more horrifying than, oh, I just threw it away and it was priceless. Yeah, that's true. Well, cool. It's gone now, so don't, don't worry, worry about Jay. It. We'll rewrite it for you. <laughs> we'll do it better. You're dead now. So how long till it's out of copyright? <laughs> Seventy years. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give this a two. I knew you would. I'm going to give it a three. Okay, so two point five. Which is uh, yeah, that's generous. <laughs> it was also short, and I think that leaned into it for me. That okay. made it better. Um, but yeah, so okay, Jay. okay. Sorry about it, Jay. You're dead, you're not going to know. Just not very hoary. Sorry about it. Sorry. So tomorrow, join us again. We are doing the most brilliant story called Blood Kiss oh, by D.E. Athkins. Deathkins. Come in, Deathkins. Kitty Kibble. Come on, Deathkins. Our favourite goth kitty, <laughs> Deathkins. So join us tomorrow for that. And in the meantime, you can find us on... T- what's it called? Twitter. <laughs> The internet. <laughs> you can find us on a your internet machine. <laughs> AOL. We're on. Yeah. <laughs> I have changed my AOL chat name to the coolest song lyric. Just wait until you see. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter at teenage scream underscore and on Instagram at teenage scream pod. Um, and you can hit us up on MSN chat. Uh, <laughs> no, you can. You can make us one of your top friends on MySpace. <laughs> You can chat to us as if it's Amazon Messenger on patreon.com slash Teenage Screen Podcast. Um, and if you want to keep the podcast going, you can um, subscribe to be a meatloaf and you'll get all kinds of shit. Yep. Uh, <laughs> or you can just come back tomorrow as well. Yep. And we'll still have more for you then because we're like that. See you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.